You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMS Cast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name's Chris Badgett. I'm joined by a special guest, Brendan Hufford. He's from 100 Days of SEO. That's 100, uh, the number 100daysofseo.com. Uh, Brendan has a lot of experience as a course creator, as an SEO professional, as a content creator, as a marketer and lead generator. I'm really excited to get into it with you, Brendan. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for so much for having me, Chris. This is going to be awesome. So why did you create your course, SEO for the rest of us? What does that mean for the rest of us? And, and what compelled you to, to... The course creation origin story is always interesting. So I wanted to ask you. Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, transparently, SEO for the rest of us name uh, came from uh, my friend and your and Wallace from Mastermind Jam. I had a bunch of ideas of what I wanted to name this course and to stand out in a sea of everybody who positions themselves as an SEO expert. Because you don't have to be able to prove you've really done anything to be an SEO expert. Kind of like being a Facebook ads expert. Like you can just say, oh, I, I do all this stuff on Facebook um, and then just run ads to your Facebook ads thing. So yeah, it, it's a crowded space and I wanted to stand out. And I also, I, I guess if we go back to the beginning, why, why a course? And I'll kind of circle back to why now and why this. Uh, I'm a teacher by trade. Uh, I went to college, went away to college at 18 and I sat down with the, uh, the big course catalog. I'm sure it's all digital now, but, uh, I'm yeah. 35. And when I went to school, they had, they gave you the big old, like half a phone book full of, they sat me down. They're like, what is your, what's your mate going to be? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm 18. Like, why are you trusting me with taking on all this debt and making a life decision? Like I, you don't trust me to even drink. Like, why can I do this? Uh, and I decided in that moment to be a teacher. So I went to college to be a teacher and uh, enjoyed it and it was fine. Uh, I've, I've, I'm a pretty contrarian person, so it was kind of hard to fit into a system. Uh, graduated school, tried, did all the right things, right? Like got a teaching job, uh, got married, um, had a kid, uh, became an assistant principal, and I, I had started a business in the meantime, a uh, jujitsu apparel company doing importing and exporting and all this cool stuff. And I looked at my life and I just felt like I was drowning everywhere. Um, I had to show for all my hard work of going to grad school and this advanced career and having my own business. I had gained an extra 25 pounds. I had a really unhealthy relationship with alcohol and my life was just a mess and I, I didn't know how to get out of it. So uh, I took a step back. I left my assistant principal position, went back to being a teacher at another school, a healthier school. Um, stopped drinking completely. Um, that's the kind of person I am. I don't like do anything in my I either do it or I don't. Um, and then I sold my jujitsu company and one of my buddies was like, Hey man, I need help with marketing. He was a photographer and I was like, cool, I can help you with that. And we did a little bit of SEO stuff on his website. He, and within six months made an extra $42,000. And I was like, Oh, there's something here. Like I could help people with this. Um, kept doing that as a teacher and then just taking on more clients, had intentions of starting my own agency. And then one of my buddies was like, Hey, instead of doing your own agency, why don't you have a stair step in between 
and just join an agency. Just stop living this double life of like work and side hustle that don't really support each other. And I was like, oh, interesting. Um, I was asked to join the team at Click Studios here in Chicago, and I'm the SEO director there now, um, getting to work with clients you know, that are huge, like $90 million venture-backed startups and global cycling brands and all this cool stuff. And um, I've been doing all this client work for the past you know, two years at Click, and then a couple of years before that on my own, and tired of uh, what I saw coming out of courses. Uh, from like fake gurus who like, let's just be honest, like if your only claim to fame in SEO is that you have a blog about SEO and you've never done anything else, I don't know if I can trust you because your advice is always kind of suspect because what works in the SEO niche, like for example, if I email you for a link uh, in the SEO niche, we that's cool. That's fine. We can link to each other. If you're a plumber and I email you and I'm like, hey, can you link to my website? They're going to be like, what? what's a link? Like, I don't, right. why would I do that? Um, so what works in this niche doesn't work everywhere else. And I, you know, I was a teacher for 10 years and I was like, I can teach this stuff. And I was answering so many questions in everybody's Slack group. All these people who have, I'm kind of an online community, you know, guilty as charged. And uh, I'm in like a thousand of them. And I, I would answer, I was every like SEO. And I was like, well, why don't I just make a course? So I, put together everything I could um, that I thought would make sense based on my teaching expertise in a way that people could learn it and implement it successfully. Taught it uh, over the course of like live workshops because I think that works really, really well for course creators, especially if you're a new course creator. Uh, your first time doing it, it can be really helpful to do a bunch of workshops first um, and then just do it live and give people access to the recordings. And then, yeah, um, it was just, the whole idea for the rest of us is I just noticed that everybody has an excuse like, oh, I'm, I'm a creative person. I don't understand SEO. I'm a technical person. I don't understand SEO. I, it's, it's, I'm not a good writer. So SEO, like everybody has a thing in their head that holds them back from SEO. Uh, and I think the problem is that a lot of people don't understand it. A lot of people think SEO is just Yoast, the Yoast plugin. And it's the Yoast plugin actually doesn't do anything to help you rank in Google, like nothing. Um, it's right. helpful very helpful for your website. People like to criticize me because I'll say like, it doesn't help you. And then they're like, well, you use it. Well, I use it for a lot of other things. Like it's a really good plugin for a WordPress website. It doesn't actually help you with SEO um, any more than anything else does. And uh, yeah, I was just like, I want to put that expertise out in the world. Uh, you can tell obviously as I monologue here that I have a lot to say. And um, I just wanted to make media around that. And that's why I made the course. And that's what eventually led me to 100 days of SEO as well. That's awesome. And you mentioned something uh, that's common online or the, a concern online, which is fake gurus. And um, I've heard like on some as advice through digital media, like podcasts and things that a lot of people recommend for your first online business, you should start an SEO consultancy. And I always thought that was a little odd because what you're saying is there's low barrier to entry and you can get clients fairly easily. But you know, there's a lot of nightmare stories out there of people who paid for SEO services that didn't do anything except for drain the bank account. But I mean, so on one hand, you have like this whole fake guru thing. And then what I find is that the, the, um, the people that do really well are really the opposite of that. They're really authentic. They're honest. You know, they admit their weaknesses or whatever. I mean, they make, everybody makes mistakes along the way, but What's going on with fake gurus specifically in the SEO world from your perspective? 
Yeah. And, and uh, I guess much, the other thing. How much time do you have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to add one more thing to, to, to give you some ammunition, I guess, is I've noticed that the sell of SEO to a business owner is really an easy sell because like the offer is all you have to do say, is say, yes, I will help you. Like when people are looking for companies like yours for you to be listed first and what every business owner is like, sure, where do I send the check? So it's an easy sell more or less, especially if they haven't been burned before. Um, but that it's, um, it's, a, it's an industry that's full of a lot of stuff that doesn't work. Absolutely. Uh, and I think the thing that makes it easy to uh, use as a scapegoat is like, well, we're doing all the best practices. It's just Google. You know, there's, I, I've worked with so many people learned. Uh, I have a really good onboarding process that I learned from a copywriter friend of mine named Joel Kletke uh, from Business Casual Copywriting. He's got a uh, really cool kind of um, course. Uh, I got It's just like a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, like a workshop video uh, on onboarding. And I learned about a bunch of really good questions to ask. And one of them is like, have you ever worked with anybody? And how did that end up? Yeah. And the horror stories that I hear from people around like who they worked with in the past and what the people said they were going to do and what happened. And then I can look behind the scenes. Um, I've even had people in like uh, Slack groups that are like, hey, uh, uh, we're having some SEO problems. Can you look at this? And I'll look at their stuff and be like, oh, I don't know who's doing this work behind the scenes, but I'm about to tell you what they're doing and you should probably stop working with them now. But it's like the owner's brother's kid like it's his nephew so we can't fire him like i don't know man people it's an easier barrier to entry because like you can there's in there's 200 ranking factors so if you can turn any of those dials you can say you're doing seo yeah um but are you able to turn the dials that work and the ones that work the most are primarily are you able to create incredible content that and this is really important a lot of people leave this out that matches the intent of a search and then also, are you able to build links to that content? Those are like the, the three kind of core parts. It's like incredible content that matches the intent of a search that has links pointing to it. And like those dials are hard to turn. It's hard to do that. Um, and a lot of people, frankly, this is something I picked up from Glenn Alsup from uh, Viper Chill. Like he, I consider him a mentor. I learned so much from him. But he has this phrase called like being equipped to serve. And, you know, are you actually, equipped to serve the client you're getting like that's cool oh we just landed our first thousand dollar a month client we landed our first five thousand dollar a month client are you even equipped to serve somebody at that level at this point or are you planning on just stepping into it you know like well i just gotta lead with uh you know i'll just step in i'll just build into it and figure it out well, don't don't that's their business like they have employees if you screw this up that people get fired like don't mess with people's livelihood you know uh, I take a lot of moral responsibility about the work that I do. When I screw up, I think people, I always wake up feeling, and this is probably not good for my mental health, but I feel like people are going to get fired if I screw yeah. up. Um, and it's not ever the owners of the business that would get fired. Like they're not going to have to shut down the whole business, but it's the marginalized people. It's people working in a warehouse. It's people out doing deliveries. Those are the people who get cut first. And those are the ones that lose their jobs if, if I'm not performing. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't take that kind of responsibility on when you do marketing services and I think they should. So I appreciate that. You also mentioned, uh, that you are, were very active in online communities and just helping people. How has that benefited you as like a business owner and in terms of your, 
I don't know if you're like influencer or thought leadership status, like how, how has online community engagement affected your, your life and your business? Yeah, that's a, I think that for, for course creators, like being engaged in the communities where your audience is like, Hey, it's the best way, especially if you're just starting out, it's the best way to know what people are struggling with. Um, you can't like go, I see this a lot. People uh, hop into a Facebook group and they're like, what are you struggling? Like me posting, what are your biggest struggles in SEO? Problem is there's a lot of like confirmation bias there. The people who are actually going to answer the question, people don't want to admit what their struggles are. A lot of people don't know what they're struggling with. Um, but if you're quiet enough and you, I love this, I do this all the time. I love joining new Facebook groups and immediately going in the search function and then going, I type in SEO and then I sort by most, and I just read all the questions people have asked for the last couple of years about SEO. And I see if I can get some gems because I want to hear the emotion with their questions. I want to hear like, well, I want the questions. I want the language that they use. That's like copywriting gold. Uh, but also I want to know like, is there, is there a blind spot in my own curriculum of like, oh, wow, people are really struggling with this. I should. So I started talking about plugins because I was like, plugins don't matter. I'm not talking about them. And that's like, then like a thousand questions come in about them. Um, they matter. So I need to talk about them. So things like that. Um, it's also just been really helpful for, to be honest, like uh, whether it's link building or we can call it link building or networking or whatever. Like I, I like having, I like to be liked. It's actually, I would consider it to be a fault. I like it when people like me. I get upset when people don't like me. Uh, I'm working on it. But the, uh, <laughs> the thing is like you build this incredible network of people that like you didn't, you know, when you're all kind of coming up together, you end up building like a cohort. People like I was starting to make media around SEO and I was starting to kind of put my, you know, put my, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is, but put my kind of name out there in terms of like just do client work. I actually know about this and I'm teaching it. Uh, all of a sudden everybody that I come up with is like, Oh yeah, we'd love to support you. Cause we were equals then we're equals. Now you end up creating this kind of class of people that you've come up with. And it, it's just wonderful. And being a part of online communities has been a really big part of that. It also gives you an excuse. And I think this is crucial for course creators. Like before you go out and start like offering your course, if you're a part of like membership communities and stuff uh, already, it's so, so helpful to, just ask people, hey, can I do a free webinar for like our community on this? I'm an expert in SEO. Uh, I'm an expert in Google Analytics. Uh, so I asked a bunch of places. Well, I got asked by a couple and then I just started reaching out to people. Hey, can I? Can we do like just a Crowdcast or a Zoom for the whole community for free? I'm not, I don't have to opt in. I'm not selling anything. They don't, there's no call to action. I just want to do this and teach it. Um, that's such a good way to get over those, those early hurdles of like, can I actually teach this stuff? And like, what are the questions people are then going to ask based on what I taught? Can you elaborate a little more? You said that you, before kind of creating your course videos or whatever, you did a, a workshop to like kind of work the muscles out and maybe get the first versions of the content. Can you just describe a little more detail around how you did that? Yeah. So I did it for free and, uh, I used Crowdcast. Uh, not the best video platform, uh, can be kind of unreliable at times. It has a really good, like, uh, experience for people on the call, uh, yeah. that are kind of hanging out cause there's a little chat on the right. It's really nice. Um, so I did them on crowdcast. I did them for a few different communities. Um, and what I ended up doing is, uh, like I did it for Kim Doyle's content creators and Jason Caroline Zooks wandering aimfully and Paul Jarvis and Kaylee Moore have the creative class. And I did those and I was just like, okay, I have kind of like, um, 
you know how comedians are like always trying to put together like a good, you, you need a good five minutes and then yeah. you need a good 10 minutes. Yeah. You, that's your material. And you can try new stuff out on stage, but you know, if you ever screw up, you can always go back to your material. Um, and really as a comedian, what you're trying to do is put together a really good hour. And like, I wanted to put together my good hour. Uh, yeah. I'm not funny. I'm median, but, uh, if I hour of like, here's things that people are going to be able to take action on and it's going to position me in a way that they want to learn more from me because I have more than I can possibly share in an hour, then I know I'm good to go. And what I did was I packaged all that together in that hour. I did it a couple of times. I said, all right, let's build that out. Um, and when I launched the course, I had nothing. My wife looked at me and she, wait, people are just buying a thing you're going to do in the future. I was like, yeah, she's like, so what they get now I go, Oh, nothing. They don't get nothing now. Like yeah. nothing. today. Um, and then I did all these bonuses. I, I, I got really good at offer creation, which I think is different than, uh, Oh, I sell a course. I don't sell a course. I have a whole offer uh, that makes it extremely compelling. Um, but the, after starting offer creation, like I knew that once I got people in, I was like, all right, I need to teach this live. So I kind of broke it up into different sections of like, all right, first workshop is let's simplify SEO. Let's talk about the basics. Let's get over the mental hurdles and make sure everybody's uh, motivated and understands like they can do this. And then like, let's get into uh, the researching part of it. Topical research, ignore keywords, ignore plugins. Cool. Workshop three is all going to be about writing uh, for SEO. And then workshop four is all going to be about outreach and link building and different ways to do that. And I kind of just broke it up into those four workshops. And then delivered one per week for four weeks and then just looked at all the questions that I got afterwards and all the holes we had our own Slack group. Well, we still have our own Slack group and just answering those things. Um, yeah. And that was extremely helpful in seeing like, I could also do Q and a afterwards, which was so much better. Um, so much better retention and so much better with people taking action on things versus just like, Hey, here's your login go. Um, yeah. which is fine. Uh, I mean, but I do think, yeah, and like you should have that experience of kind of doing it live and, and figuring that out. That's awesome. So you then created 100 days of SEO. That's at 100daysofseo.com. People opt in for a 100-day email series. Is that right? Or challenge? What is it? It's, it's, it's con it, well, it's a 30-day email uh, series. Okay. It's called the okay. One Ranking Away Challenge. 100 okay. Days of SEO name of the project. Uh, I realized in the midst of creating that, that that is a confusing concept, but you get 30 days of daily emails. Um, yeah, like it's the one ranking away challenge, just 30 days of free emails that all build on each other. It's not like a random tip each day. It's not like, here's how you do canonical tags. And then here's how to do your, and like, it, that's not helpful to people. If I just throw random advice at you every single day, it has to build and it has to be built in a way that a teacher would make it where like every day you show up and it builds on what we learned before. Uh, and at the end, you have a product um, kind of, I mean, this is like a Stephen Covey, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, like building with the end in mind uh, kind of thing and like reverse planning. There's all different buzzwords for it in education, but I wanted people to have this thing at the end, an article or a homepage that could rank for something. All right. So what do they need to know to get there? And then in what order do I have to teach it? And then what days are they going to need a break on? And what days do they need to catch up? And what days do they just need uh, education and motivation? There's there's no homework today. It's just me, me making sure reply to this email. If you're not here with me, if you're, if you don't believe that you can create this, or if you need an extra day to work on this, let me know like that kind of stuff, building it into the 30 days. Um, so yeah, I built that out and, um, I think it's really, I think it's really helpful too. Like, again, I just want to troubleshoot and see where the gaps are, where are my blind spots? Um, 
and again, like give people an education they can actually, you know, I could have put all that, the 30 days of emails into like an epic 6,000 word blog post, but who's, who's going to sit down and read a 6,000 word? I should for SEO purposes, but like, who's going to read that? And then who's going to take action on it? Like, this is better for people. And I, that's what I care about the most is I want to, I want to share success stories and case studies and tales, not just, Oh, look at all the traffic my blog post gets. You know what I mean? So at the end of the 30 days, people have a homepage or a, a, a piece of content that's really well architected from an SEO perspective. And you get the knowledge of how SEO works, which is just going to help you more going down the road. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing that is really important is they they also have a piece of content that not just is architected for SEO, because that makes people header tags and whatever else. That's not, I mean, we talk about that briefly, but that's not really what helps you rank. Um, what's going to help you rank is matching the intent of search. So helping people understand like, you have to do topical research, not just keyword research. The best content ranks for thousands of long tail keywords. It's not really about, it's about owning a topic and then realizing what level of awareness that topic is at. So um, this is another thing I learned from Joel Kletke, but comes from a book called Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz. And it's a copywriting uh, thing about levels of awareness, but it actually is way better, just frankly, for SEO. And uh, what he talks about there is like, there's these four levels. There's problem aware, solution aware, product aware, and what's called most aware. So like somebody who's problem aware would be like, um, I'm Googling back pain. I know I have a problem, but like, I don't know what kind of solutions are out there. So you're going to try to rank for back pain. And then in the article, they need to know that a solution like yours exists. So whether whatever we're offering to solve that, we need to introduce that article. And the only thing you need to do in that article is empathize with them. Show them you get that they're in pain. Show them you understand the nuances of it all. And then kind of introduce your solution. And then once they're solution aware, so kind of phase two, if we think of this like a inverted triangle, like phase two is they know a solution like yours exists. Let's say we have a website about like yoga for back pain or something like that. They know a solution like yours exists. Now they need to know exactly how. So they're solution aware exactly how this yoga course or this whatever is going to solve their back pain. So we have to show them in this article exactly how that works. And now kind of third level deep, now they're product aware they know about yoga for back pain. So they know how our solution is going to solve their pain. Now they're just trying to decide, is this the best one for me? Um, I believe that yoga could make my back feel better, but I don't know if your online course is the best one for me. So we have to put together a case study and prove to them that we're the best option. And then once they're most aware, we're talking about like a sales page or a landing page. They know my, the solution is best for them. They just need to know how much does it cost? How do I get this thing? Um, and once you kind of realize that your content needs to fit at those four levels, and some keywords are aware, some, sorry, and even like keywords and topics are problem aware, some topics are and keywords are solutions, some are product. Once you realize that all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I need to, now I have a goal in my article. My articles and my piece of content is not just like education. It's all right, I can sell them and I have a clear map. And we talked about that. It, I think that like the best way is not necessarily to sell a, a product in an article, but the way you keep people engaged is to sell them to uh, kind of like a copywriting tool of the goal of the first sentence is to get them to read the second sentence. The goal of the second sentence is to get them to read the third sentence. Like uh, the goal of all of this is to keep selling them some to consume the entire content and then want to take that next step, whether that's, Hey, read another article, get this lead magnet, 
or buy this course or join my membership community, like whatever it is. Um, we talk about that a lot and I stress that a lot. It's something I don't hear a lot of people talking about that. I think those who are talking about it and those who are keeping it quiet, uh, which I'm not very good at, it, uh, are having a lot of success with it. That's awesome. Um, you're doing, uh, can you talk about the personal challenge you're doing? You're, you, and you, you mentioned in our pre-chat, be so good they can't ignore you and you're creating all this, uh, these videos and everything. What are you doing and why? Yeah. So, uh, kind of like we talked about, like, uh, with the way my brain works, uh, if in. one, yeah, yeah <laughs> if one, if, if one beer is good, then 12 beers is good, uh, yeah. th- which is not true, which is not too <laughs> chill out. Uh, but that's, uh, I'm the same way with coffee. Like I don't drink a cup of coffee. I drink a pot of coffee cause I'm a maniac yeah. and, yeah. uh, I don't know that's how I'm wired, but, uh, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, well, you know, I think I should make a, a weekly video. Uh, and just be, you know, have good work-life balance and make a weekly video for the next couple of years. And like, that sounds great. And that's not a bad plan if that is a plan that maybe you listening were thinking about. Uh, I'm the kind of person that's like, I'm making daily videos every weekday for 20 weeks. So for yeah. 20 weeks, uh, I'm going to do, and it, <laughs> this is, it's, it's harder than it sounds, uh, I'm finding out. But like, uh, I was like, I want to I put out so much media and such a uh, body of work that people can't possibly have not seen it. Like if you know anything about SEO, you're trying to do any kind of SEO research, you will find something of mine at some point. Uh, And I wanted to put out such a prolific amount of content that uh, A, it helped me build relationships with other people because I'm having other people on there and stuff to chat about things. But also just like, I, I just wanted to put out a prolific amount of content and it has been a, a very interesting challenge to do this and do it at a, a level of quality that I'm happy with. Um, but, uh, with that said, like I, I'm, there's so much kind of like I, we talked about teaching courses live, uh, the first couple times or the first time the, by making all of this content, I have really kind of, uh, architected and I guess a better word is sculpted where I stand on things and what my beliefs are and how I think things should be done. Uh, I'm putting out a video in the next day or two about SEO for designers. And like, I had to sit down like, what do designers need to know? What is the most important thing for them? And all of this different stuff. And I hadn't, if I hadn't been doing this challenge, I, I might've never thought about that. So it's really helping me think in a lot of different areas that I hadn't thought about otherwise. And I'll be honest, man, after a while, I mean, you know this, you've been doing um, this podcast for quite a while. Like after a while, like you, you said all you had to say. And you're like, what do I have to say now? Like I've said all the things that there is. Uh, I don't know what to say next. And it forces you to all of a sudden think about new things and think about new angles of stuff and other problems, like peripheral problems and struggles people are having in different areas. So yeah, um, it's definitely been an interesting journey so far. We're about halfway through at this point. Uh, but um, you can check it out. There's If you look up the uh, 100 Days of SEO podcast, uh, you can check it out there. It's in... Uh, Stitcher and Apple podcast, uh, but also on YouTube. Uh, that's where a lot of, I, I think it's way more fun on YouTube than it is in the podcast. Cause there's a lot of, you'll hear music on the podcast, but what you don't get to see is all the fun edits that I'm doing on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. I would advise everybody to, at some point, if you're feeling like you're stalled out, whether you have a cur- current community or you have a current audience and you're looking to grow it, or you're like, I don't know how to break through the noise make a hundred YouTube videos and try to make really good ones in the course of 20 weeks. And, uh, you'll, there's people will find you. I promise. 
That's awesome. I, I recently in February, I think did a 30 day, um, daily YouTube challenge and it's, it was good. I'm really glad I did it. It's, uh, yeah. it's, and it's a good muscle to flex and, uh, yeah, the only good can come from that in terms of, uh, just getting better at video, getting better at your topic, ha- having people mm-hmm. find you. Um, you mentioned something about offer creation that I want to go back to. Mm. And I think you said, uh, not it's not just a course, I have bonuses. Or Can you define what you mean by offer creation? Because I think this is critical. Yeah, so I learned offer creation from, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with ClickFunnels and uh, Russell Brunson. I mostly love him, uh, but sometimes I hate him. And uh, he, just because like he's such a hardcore marketer and he's so direct response that like in the in the same way I hate Ty Lopez, right? Okay. Uh, because I'm just tired of seeing him constantly, yeah. everywhere. Like <laughs> relax. Him and the guy from Consulting.com. Don't go to Consulting.com if you're th- like, oh, I wonder what that is. Don't go because uh, yeah. that guy will follow you everywhere. Yeah. Um, Sam uh, Evans. <laughs> the. Uh, they're great, but like for the same reason, they're good at retargeting and they're good at digital marketing. Um, so I learned it actually from a, this is why I called my 30 day challenge, the one ranking away challenge. Uh, I modeled it after, which is you, if you want to steal something, you don't want to say you stole it. You say you modeled it. Um, yeah. I modeled it after the one rank or the uh, one funnel away challenge that click funnels does. And I thought what they did was brilliant. It was a hundred dollars. And which is the biggest steal you'll ever get for a course. And it's 30 day. It's there's live coaching sessions every day. There's a learning video every day, a follow up video every day and a live coaching session every day for 30 days. Like if you can't learn something in that format, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, but there's a guy there named Steven Larson uh, who was on the ClickFunnels team and then he left and now he just focuses on teaching offers. But in that uh, one funnel away challenge, he taught offer creation and Really, what you do uh, is kind of model the same thing you would in a uh, web, like in a webinar, uh, where you meet people's objections. So, in our like, if I'm going to have a course, so for instance, in my course, I knew the top uh, objections people had is SEO is too complicated. Um, I don't understand how to do keyword research. I don't know how to write for SEO, and I don't know how to do link building. So, I wanted to make sure that those were kind of my four big buckets of like, here's the lessons that we're going to talk about. But then I wanted to add bonuses. So, all right, uh, if you're also struggling with writing, I have a pillar content masterclass. If you're struggling with, um, I want other people, well, we have a private SEO community. And uh, I have, you have access to expert interviews. Um, what if you don't know what to write? That was a big thing. I don't, Brendan, I don't know what to, I don't even know where to start. Well, I built out a, in Google Sheets, I built out a content idea generator with a hundred ideas. You literally, wow. in the Google Sheet, you just put your keyword in there, or your, your topic, and it just fills in the whole thing and you have access to a hundred different ideas of like, hey, here's articles that you can write about. And then I had people who were like all the way at the beginning, they're like, hey man, I love SEO, but like, I don't even know what I want to start for my business. And I said, hey, let's throw in another bonus. Let's throw in the bonus of uh, a course I created five years ago called Sidepreneur University, uh, which is a terrible name for something, but uh, just teaching you how to build a side business. So I'll throw that in as a bonus. And like, by creating this compelling offer that met their, all of their objections, their, their personal objections, am I the right for this course? Uh, their product objections of like, is this the right course for me? And then the kind of external objections of like, what will everybody else think if I get this thing? Um, by meeting all of those objections within the offer, uh, similar to how, if you've ever heard of like Russell Brunson's like perfect webinar, he does the same thing on there. 
Um, you know, by doing all of that, all of a sudden I had a, an offer that was worth so much more. If I was like, Hey, Chris, um, I'm teaching four live classes, uh, and it's $197. You're like, okay. Yeah. And that's it. But what if I said, like, I'm teaching, I'm, so I'm teaching four live classes. Um, you'll get Q and a, but then also I'm going to follow up with you. We're going to have weekly office hours that follow that. And then I'm also going to give you the pillar content masterclass. And then you also get access to our SEO community where I'm in there every single day answering questions. Then you also get access to all these expert interviews that I've done that aren't available anywhere else. You get the unedited, you might find a 10 minute version on YouTube, but it was actually like a 90 minute interview. You'll get that, uh, access to that. Then you also get the content idea. And then you also get the Sidepreneur University and all of that combined is only $197. All of a sudden you're like, oh, oh wow, I should probably buy that now before that. You know, like all of a sudden we have this offer and it's a big mistake that people make. They don't, or they just throw in random stuff like thoughtlessly. So maybe you understand like I need more than just a one like product, but then they're just throwing in random things. And it's like, no, no, no. You have to understand like why are people objecting to buying what you have and then how can you fill in those gaps? So there's one thing in there. I'll give you another example. I bought a course uh, from, I think uh, his name's Peter Wen, who runs a website, The Essential Man. And uh, I've been really interested in, I've been sitting in a lot of meetings. I sell like high end SEO services. So I sit in meetings with pretty big, important people. And I sat in a meeting about a month, looked at what I was wearing and looked at what everybody else in the room was wearing. And I said to myself in my head, I don't belong here. I don't, I don't belong sitting at this table. I look like an amateur, like a, like a child, like a 35 year old man boy. And I was so disgusted with myself. I I'd been following Peter for a long time. I got an email from Peter. It's like, Hey, I'm offering a course. And, uh, I was like, Oh, interesting. $500 men's fashion course. I was like, that's steep, bro. That's (laughs) steep. And you know what he did? He did. He understands offer creation. Uh, he's good friends, uh, with, uh, Ramit from, I will teach you to be rich. And he hit me with the long form sales page. And on that sales page, there was a little section that said two things. Number one, how to look incredible with classic essential style, even if you're overweight. And then another one that said uh, how to dress well, even as you lose weight. And those were two little bonus modules in this $500 course. Sold. Sold. Because you, you hit my pain point so perfectly. I don't even care about all the rest of the sales page and all these. Other, those are going to hit other dudes' pain points. But he knew and he filled in that one little gap for me. He knew I was going to say, oh, I don't want to buy this course because I'm trying to lose weight. And is this really going to make, I don't want to buy clothes right now because I'm trying to lose weight and stuff. And uh, he hit that. And that was offer creation for me. And I think that's a really, it's a better example of it even than what I gave, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate that. That's... Now I just admitted I bought a $500 men's fashion course. So we're all, <laughs> hopefully we're in the uh, circle of trust here of non-judgment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, no, that's good. I mean, we're human beings. We have, we're multifaceted people that do a lot of different things and have lots of goals and we're not one trick ponies. We have all kinds of things going on in our life. You, you did your homework and you listened to some episodes of LMS cast before you came. So you know that what I often talk about the five hats problem of um, course creators, membership site builders, trainers, coaches, consultants. They have to be five people at once. They have to be a expert in something, a teacher, a community builder, a technologist, and an entrepreneur, which includes the marketing piece under that. What advice do you have for the people? Because I and I'll just say, I look at you and I'm be like, all right, we have expertise SEO. We have 
um, community building, like you're out involved in communities, you have your, you're building your own community through your 30 day um, challenge, which you can find at 100daysofseo.com. Um, you have your teaching ability, you love to teach, you were trained as a teacher, you've made courses, you run workshops, um, and you've, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, you've got marketing skills, you have a specialty. I imagine you're kind of T-shaped, like you had a thing about side projects and you've built online businesses, you've worked with you know, small scrappy marketing startups or whatever, you've, worked, you've seen enterprise clients and then you have this deep knowledge on SEO. So you're pretty well-rounded, which is very rare to see in this space. But I'm sure you have your weak points or whatever. What, what advice do you have for uh, people who are trying to level up or at least become aware of where they're weak and what they might need to do to level up? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a regular dude, right? Yeah. If, I, if I can do this, anybody can do it. Um, I have no intention on positioning myself like a guru. I'm just like you. I don't want to do my work most days. Uh, I drink too much coffee, like all of that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, the, so here's the thing that I love about the five half problem. And this is what uh, I, I think is amazing. What if, like, what if Lifter LMS and SEO skills could solve all of the five hats problem. So it's not a problem anymore. Like I think Lifter takes care of the community side of things and it helps take care of the technology side of things. And then what if you had SEO? So I'll give you an example here. I have a website, it's called photombanet um, I told you my first client, I might've not mentioned they were a photographer. And uh, that first client that made $42,000 in six months, he was a photographer and I realized photographers are bad at business. They just want to take photos. They don't want to do any like the marketing and all this other stuff. They don't want to blog. Uh, so I created photombanet and I have 10 articles on that website, 10. Uh, I've updated them a little bit, but most of those articles were written in 2016. That website uh, has an email list of 2000 people that I'm then able to offer uh, courses on SEO, courses on you know workshops, all these different things too. SEO takes care of because I'm publishing and I have good articles that rank in Google for things for business related things uh, Photographers are looking for that positions me as an expert It allows me to teach it allows me to be an entrepreneur and by entrepreneur I mean somebody who can scale a business because I told you I haven't touched that it just continues to build the email list and Continues to do all of those things on autopilot. I don't have to deal with it and then hooking up with like somebody like you, like Lifter, that takes care of the other part of thing. And all of a sudden my five hats problem goes to a no hat problem. Yeah. It runs. And I think that's incredible. I think SEO is such a powerful thing because if you do it well and you earn it, it's a slog and it's hard at first. But the best part of that thing is when you climb to the top of the mountain, you get to enjoy the view for a long time. And it's hard to get pushed off that mountain once you've established and searched that you're the authority. Um, and yeah, I think it's like the perfect kind of pairing to take care of like, not to take care of all the five hats problem, but all of a sudden, like things just become a lot more clear versus, you know, the shotgun approach of like, well, I got to try this for being an expert and this for being a teacher and technologist and entrepreneur over here and community. Like it's one skill set that I, I, I think is really interesting because it meets a lot of this, you know, it meets a lot of those. That is awesome. I, uh, I personally love the idea 
My first courses are actually in the world of organic gardening and permaculture. And in permaculture, there's a concept called stacking the functions, which mm -hmm. is where you do one thing that has impacts across multiple categories. It's, it's like exponentially valuable as opposed to incrementally valuable. And I love what you said. The goal is not to become a superhero that can like do it all. And you've got, you know, all the social media, you, like you do everything. That's impossible. I mean, you can like, if you're really successful, hire all that out and have this giant organization, but there are little hinges to swing big doors that can fulfill multiple functions and introduce automation so that, you know, you just get that flywheel going and it just keeps going. <laughs> so I, I love your example. That's, that's, uh, we've never had an answer quite like that before on the show. And I really, <laughs> I really yes. appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, man. I, 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 and I really believe it too. Uh, this is something that I had been thinking about for the past couple of days of just like, wow, it's crazy how well like this fits. SEO is such a, a unique, not, I'm not going to say it's the best solution, uh, but it's a very unique solution for course creators and community builders because it, it, it meets so many of the requirements that you need to be successful. And the cool thing about from the course creator community side is they're not scared of making content. Like they make videos, they make worksheets, they make lessons, they can write articles. Like you don't have to get over like, it's not like a plumber who doesn't want to write a blog or start a website. Like they can do it. Like they've got the skills. They just need to know how to do it. And I'd encourage you to go to 100daysofseo.com. Brennan Hufford, thank you for coming on the show. Is there anywhere else the, the good people of the internet can connect with you? Uh, honestly, Chris, I would love it if they just went to 100daysofseo.com. Uh, I'm good at SEO. Uh, I also happen to have a unique name. So if you Google any, no matter how you misspell my name, uh, if you Google Brendan Hufford, you'll find me. There's only one. And I'm good at SEO. So if there was another, I would outrank them. Uh, <laughs> it's such a, well, I rank number one for my name. So clear, uh, I must be good at my job. But yeah, I mean, if they Google me, they'll find that my personal website, brendanhufford.com. Uh, I write about a lot of different stuff on there, some of it, which is SEO. Uh, but 100 Days of SEO is really the best spot to find the uh, one ranking away challenge right now. Um, people can follow me on Instagram if they like Instagram, if they want to see like behind the scenes of me building the business without wrecking my family and uh, or Twitter if they want to hear me yell at the internet. But, you know, that's that's really the the gist of it. I would be happy to connect. If, honestly, Chris, if, if somebody has an SEO question, I will, and they want to tweet me uh, at Brendan Hufford on Twitter, like I'll answer every single SEO question you have. And I would, I, that's what I love. I love talking this, talking uh, shop with people and talking about this stuff. So if you have an SEO question, uh, definitely hit me up on Twitter or just if you're like, Hey, I really want to learn this stuff in a format that makes sense. Uh, and also here's the, like, I want to learn it in a format that makes sense. And I want to, I want to model what you're doing, Brendan. I want to see how you built this out. Cause you should always be doing that. I signed up for so many email lists just to see what they're doing. Um, same reason I buy products. I want to see what's in their product. Uh, but, uh, sign up for, for the, the one ranking away challenge. Look at how I'm delivering this. Look at how it builds on things. You'll learn a lot for, even if you're not teaching SEO, which you're probably not, uh, you'll learn, uh, probably quite a bit. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brendan. We're going to have to do a part two sometime. Yeah, I'd love to, Chris. Thanks, man. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. 
head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet. Thank you.